0: Listen and Learn, Active Listening with T4 Tactics.
1: Hi, welcome to Active Listening. I'm Allison, I'm a student at Liberty University. I'm graduating in May. And I am currently interning for Marco at T4 Tactics. I'm also getting married in May, so it's kind of a crazy Yay. time for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we just wanted to start this podcast with um, maybe some interesting stories from Marco. We just going to get to know him a little bit. So, um, Marco, why don't you tell us some, maybe some cool police stories from your past?
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, since this is my first podcast, I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself and T4 Tactics. Um you know, people always want to know about cool police stories. So I think one of my funniest ones was I was undercover and I'm working in a biker bar and there's it's during Bike Week in Daytona Beach. Oh my gosh. Um, I've got a beard, long hair, Harley Davidson shirt, grease all over me. I look like a biker. And there's a concert going on, and I'm right next to the stage. And we're just kind of monitoring things. The crowd size is probably close to 1,000 people. Wow. So here comes this young girl that's getting getting ready to go up on stage and uh, and do a dance. She's one of the local strippers. From, oh, from gosh. One of the, yeah. So she stands behind. And I'm working. I'm on duty, a cop, undercover narcotics cop. And she stands behind me and says, I've got to do a shot of whiskey to get the courage to get up on the stage. I'm only 18. Hide me from that other cop standing over there. So it, <laughs> it was it was just so funny that she's using a cop to hide her from a, yeah. another cop. And so, um, you know, people think about, well, did you arrest her? Did you arrest her? With a crowd size that big, you really can't. You're yeah. not gonna, you're not gonna do something like that. So we let that one slide. And after it was over, we had the uniform guys pull her aside and, and you know, counsel her um, and make sure everything was okay, make sure she got home safe. But, uh, but I thought that was a funny story that she's asking the police, asking an undercover cop, she didn't know it was a cop, to hide, hide me from this cop.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so ironic. Yeah,
0: yeah. it was good. It was fun. Still- so.
1: Sorry. Um. So, like being undercover like that. If you guys don't know Marco or haven't seen him before, he has you know short hair, clean face, right? Always clean shaven. Right. So, how weird was that for you?
0: You know that one of the toughest parts of my career was I spent the majority of my career in narcotics working undercover. Yeah. Uh, on some FBI task forces for outlaw motorcycle gangs. So we were we were undercover and um and I looked like a complete slob. And, of course, I'd go out to the mall, and at that time we didn't have, you know, debit cards. We were using checks. Okay. And I'd go write a check, and you would believe how hard it was for me to write a check because of the way I looked. Yeah. They want to see two forms of ID, a credit card. They think this guy's, you know, it's a stolen check just because the way I looked. Um, but So I got a promotion from supervising um, Supervised narc- Narcotics Unit to the police motorcycle. The guy that was on the police motorcycle took a promotion. At the time, I was the only one that had experience uh, on a police bike from my prior assignment. So I got moved into the motorcycle unit. So as you know, riding a motorcycle, you're short hair, clean-shaven, boots are spit-shined, motorcycles clean, belt is poly- leather belts polished. So I went literally from looking like an absolute slob to in the public spotlight looking high and tight. Wow. Char- yeah. So that was a big transition. I used to tease myself because I'd say, I went from writing federal search warrants to writing parking tickets. No kidding. (laughs) But it was a pay increase, and it was actually the best move of my life. I was kind of upset about it at the time because I thought, ah, I got a promotion, but I went from a job I loved doing undercover, jeans and a T-shirt, to a uniform on a hot motorcycle, but... Uh, it was a blessing. Got to got to escort President Bush twice. Wow, that's um, really cool. Yeah, I got to meet a lot of cool celebrities because of what we did. Yeah. Um, I was on the set of Monster, which is the movie with Charlize Theron and, and Bruce Dern oh. and Christina Ricci. Got to wow. spend some time personal with them because yeah. I was doing the security for them. That was really cool. It's a cool experience. Yeah,
1: that's really awesome.
0: Um, but retired from the police department down there in Daytona. My wife and I moved up here. Uh, to Lynchburg Virginia and uh, I had always been a firearms instructor for the police department so I always taught police officers how to how to uh, shoot guns so I transitioned that into civilian teaching and started T4 tactics and back then it was just you know 14 years 12 years ago when we moved up here it was just primarily firearms training and then we started seeing a shift in active shooters you know active shooter was starting to, to really come about and unfortunately we were having a lot of active shooter events so my career involved homicide detective and uh, special investigations, violent crimes. So that's what I knew. Back in the day when I was a cop, we called it murder-suicide. Right. Somebody goes in and they're mad at somebody. They shoot three or four people. They kill themselves. Murder-suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Then it evolved to active shooter. It started becoming a lot more popular. So I started um, <clears throat> started studying that and remembering what I already knew from my career. Mm-hmm. And then started uh, transitioning T4 tactics into Uh, active shooter training yeah Uh, it's a much-needed product you know unfortunately but we do uh, we travel the country we just got back from Chicago Um, we're going to I'm going to West Virginia tomorrow and then uh, two weeks after that we're going to Alabama so we can easily come to people but it's businesses churches schools universities, colleges, and we, we come in and do a facility site review. We, um, we pick out vulnerable spots, but we make the location a harder target to hit for an active shooter, and even the perception of a hard target can keep the bad guy away. So we do that, and we come in and train um, everybody in the company Uh, on the dynamics of active shooter what makes me different is uh, I travel to these places where we've had these unthinkable attacks and uh, and I interview people because what people need to hear is not what as an instructor not what I've learned from sitting in a class hearing it from someone who sat in a class who sat in a class who sat in a class class. we all know things get changed as things are told stories get told there's a game about that. Um, so I hear it firsthand and, and what people need to hear is when I'm sitting across the table from somebody that's been in this attack or an investigator, uh, a detective or a police officer that handled this attack, they need to hear from the victim or witness or survivors what worked for you and did what did not work for the person next to you. So that's what we put together. So I do a, I guess you could call it a debriefing of, of these attacks. Um, San Bernardino, Columbine, Virginia Tech, Pulse Nightclub, uh, Chicago Pizza in Jacksonville, uh, Sandy Hook, the Las Vegas attack, Platte Canyon High School, Santa Fe High School. I've been out to each of those places and talked to these people. And so that's what I deliver. And it, it just needs to be told. And then, of course, we write policy for course, that. We set yeah. up threat assessment teams. Um but it's 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 kept me busy. It's keeping me really busy, yeah, and so but but getting back to the podcast, I don't want to focus on active shooter or gun training for the podcast. I want to focus on people like yourself, yeah, how you decided to work hard in your degree at liberty. Mm-hmm. you're getting married, your fiances in the army, but so I want to bring people in and talk about things that people are interested in we're all interested in weight loss I got a great weight loss doctor that's getting ready to come on yeah um, I'm talking to uh, Miss Central Virginia about coming on um, we've got a Chamber of Commerce president we've got some politicians lined up um, some people that are in uh, national security and terrorism issues but so we're gonna have a wide variety of things that will br- that are interest to a lot of people. Um, I want to focus on small business, about what you need to do to get your business started, financial gains. When I started T4 Tactics with Active Shooter, I did a lot of presentations for free in the community to get my name out there and to get things started. You have to do things like that. Of course, yeah. And I still do. We still do a lot of nonprofit stuff um, at no charge because the, the topic is just because people can't afford it, I don't want to turn them away um, because of what my topic is. Yeah. Um, so... That's basically what we're doing, and and, uh, the podcast is to just get general information out where people can learn and and relax, as we say on the intro, relax, sit back, listen and learn, have a good time.
1: Yeah. So um, I think it's really important that people absolutely know what you do, why you do it, but how important is it for everyone to have a plan like that?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. You have to have a plan. People are gonna fall apart When we're sitting here and we hear, bam, 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 gunshots and people screaming, you're going to go from 60 to 70, 80 resting heartbeats a minute to 180 heartbeats a minute. You're going to be upside down. People do not, people I have spoken to said, I've I've been a mom for 10 years. I can multitask with my kids. Yeah. When I was at Sandy Hook, I couldn't dial the phone. I was so upset and shaken. I can't something, imagine. yeah, something as simple as dialing a phone. I've had people tell me that they couldn't remember how to turn the doorknob on a door to get out of the building because at 180 beats per minute, you're yeah. going to lose fine motor skills. Depth perception, audio exclusion, uh, you'll have tunnel vision. There's a whole bunch of things that that sheer adrenaline dump in your body is going to mess you up. And and I hear people all the time when I teach the concealed carry class, I hear people, well, I'm going to carry a concealed and if I'm ever in an active shooter situation, I'll take care of it you probably won't Mm. you're probably going to cower down in the corner Mm -hmm. and freeze as most people do unless you think about it you're trained all the time so to answer your question people have to have a plan we don't teach paranoia or i don't want to put fear in people, but I want to give them the education and the confidence to survive something. First of all, the best way to win a fight is not being one in the first place. So through threat assessment and situational awareness, if we can look around and be aware of our surroundings or look at an employee, there's five developmental stages to an active shooter. If we can identify these things, we've shut down that threat. Before it even puts its ugly head on our property, it's done. Yeah. Most of these active shooters, ninety-five percent of these active shooters, have put little hints out on social media, or or uh, told their friends or family members what they're going to do, what they're looking at doing to this particular location, and it's ignored, or it's not monitored, and it could be shut down before it even occurs. So um, you got you, you absolutely have to get the training. And I like to say, you know, people say, well, it'll never happen here. But then they say it won't happen here until it happens here and then it happened here. Right. So, you know, you talk to the Sutherland Springs Church, that massacre down there in Texas with 26 people were killed. I bet they never thought it would happen of there. Not. A yeah. concert in Las Vegas, 22,000 people on 17 and a half acres. I bet not one of them thought that they would be killed by gunfire from a 32 story building 500 yards away.
1: Yeah. Or going to the movies.
0: Exactly. Yeah. The movies. Yeah. it's it, school, a yoga, a, a hot yoga studio in, in Florida, in Florida yes. was shot up. And then shortly after that, the Chicago Pizza in Jacksonville Landings in Florida, uh, an active shooter. So it can happen anywhere, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, churches. You know, you'd, when I was a kid growing up, um, my church was broken into and they stole the... Uh, the stereo equipment. I'm thinking, who would ever break into a church and right. steal the stereo equipment? That's that's absurd. It's yeah. unheard of. Now we're shooting up churches yeah. as people are in there worshiping. So, times have changed.
1: It seems almost normal, which is just insane, it does. You know,
0: and we're not hearing about it on the news. We had um. We had three attacks last week. One was at a bank, uh, a SunTrust Bank in Sebring, Florida. Uh, Five people were killed.
1: Yeah, I did hear about that.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of them that we have you don't hear about because right now the media is focused on politics, politics. So you turn on the news and all they're talking about is politics. They're not telling us about these active shooter events and they need to be telling us about them because we need to be more aware of them.
1: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Okay, so tell me another police story. That was was really funny. All right. want to hear another one. Here's a
0: good one. So I'm on the police motorcycle and we get a call of an accident. I pull up. And this guy comes running towards me saying i need a bamalance a bamalance and i'm thinking okay he means an ambulance and he said my wife is in the car she's pregnant okay. she needs a caesar salad in section caesar salad in section <laughs> not a cesarean <laughs> she needs a caesar salad but he comes well, i need a bamalance i need a bamalance i need a- she needs a caesar salad in section so uh, we figured out what he wanted, and, and uh, we got her to the hospital, and she had the baby. Aww. At the hospital, thank oh goodness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we don't want to deliver on the street in I've heard about soon. that,
1: though. I've heard people, yeah. police officers, having to.
0: Yeah. Never had to do baby. it. Yeah, never had to do it, thank goodness. Yeah,
1: that would be. Thank goodness. That would be something. But a
0: Caesar salad in section, I'm glad I didn't have to do one of those. Yeah, that would be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so you did talk about some guests that you wanted to have, some mm-hmm. that you actually do have lined up. But since this is the first podcast, I'd like to talk about some of the more future guests you'd like to have, and really the main direction you'd like to go in with this.
0: Yeah, the direction is, and I know the first one we've talked a lot about active shooter and gun classes, yeah. firearm safety, um, we didn't really talk about firearm safety, but but um, we talked about active shooter. And, and I don't want people to, to look at my podcast and say, I don't want to listen to that one because it's just about active shooter, and, and that's not what I'm into. Right. I want to make the podcast available to everybody. We're going to talk. We're going to have people in here talking about lawn care in the winter time in Virginia. Okay. We'll have people talking about uh, Florida issues, where I'm from. We'll have people talking all over the country. I was telling you before this started that I'm going to uh, Charleston, West Virginia, tomorrow for active shooter. I'm going to find somebody unique out there and sit down and record them on a podcast. Yeah. Um. Chicago last week, I went out there and I, and I had the idea, you know, when I travel so much, I should meet interesting people from all over the country and sit down and put them on a podcast. Tell me an interesting story about your life. We all have interesting stories, yeah. everybody. So that's what I want to do. I want it to be some uh, a podcast station where people can say, you know what? That sounds I'm going to I'm going to listen to that one cuz it sounds cool. They have neat people on there. So it's going to be a wide variety of topics. Everything you could possibly think of. Self self-help. What I want it to be also is where small businesses can come and listen and talk. We're going to have other small business owners on here and talk about buying local, how important that is mm-hmm. and talk about uh how to run a small business with taxes with licensing uh everything it's not as easy as you think and i i again we were talking before we went on the podcast i'm learning as i go along about small owning a small business it's new to me i was a cop my whole career now i'm a business owner and you learn every day yeah um and we all have We all have somebody to learn from. So that's what I want to do is be a learning experience for everybody.
1: I love that. That's awesome. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. We have some
0: good guests on there.
1: How many times a week do you plan on posting a podcast?
0: I'm going to try. uh, It depends on how busy I am with Active Shooter. Uh Um, I'm gone a lot. um, But I'm going to try to do at least three a month. That would be my best case scenario. So I can't say we'll do one a week. But uh, my goal would be uh, three a month um, to give people the opportunity to to always tune in and hear something new yeah. and exciting.
1: That's so exciting Yeah, that you're excited about this. It'll be this. fun. Yeah, it will be. Okay, one last story before we go.
0: One last cop story. Daytona Beach, it gets hot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's 100% humidity. You walk outside, it just sucks the life out of you. So we get a call of um, two ladies locked in the car at the mall. And I'm thinking, Huh How do you get locked in your car at the mall usually we get calls of of there's a dog locked in a car in the mall yeah a baby and And, you know these temperatures in the car in florida within 10 minutes you could reach 130 degrees and it gets hot fast Mm -hmm. so we get out there and they're sitting in their car sweating profusely um, they're trying to start the car, the battery's dead, so the automatic lock to unlock the car door isn't working. Oh. So instead of busting out the window, I just knocked on the window and said, reach back over your shoulder and pull the knob up.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: And, and she did. She reached back and pulled the knob up and opened the door. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't think about that, That they, you know. but people get in that mindset of, this is how I unlock the door all the right. time, the automatic door lock. And she was in the mindset that there is no way out of this car Unless that automatic door lock opens it for well, me. Well,
1: I guess you could kind of correlate that back to heart rate. because like, Yeah. Just like if you're in an active shooter Yeah, yeah. She, and that's what she situation, did. She panicked. You freak out. Right. Yeah. She panicked.
0: She got in the car. The battery was dead. There's no way out of the car. I am locked in the car and I cannot get out. I
1: bet she was terrified.
0: She was. And, and then, then it felt tur- really dumb. Yeah. Come <laughs> to find that was one of my mom's good friends. Oh, no. <laughs> that, made it, that made it even funnier <laughs> that, I, that I knew her. Didn't recognize her at the time, but yeah. I knew her. Yeah. Oh, my
1: gosh. Well, that's awesome. That's really exciting. I'm super excited. I know for myself to listen to these podcasts. Yeah. But. Well,
0: you've been a huge, huge help. What's your mark, your degree?
1: Uh, public health.
0: Public health yeah. marketing or?
1: Um, public health promotion.
0: Health promotion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I believe that, well, a lot of my degree at Liberty is focused on like global, which is awesome. And yeah. that's so important. But I believe that right in the home front, we need to really crack down on All levels of health. Yeah. And protecting yourself is a level of health. Yeah, yeah. It's self-care. Right, absolutely. It's just like, you know, eating your vegetables. Yeah. You have to have a plan and be prepared for whatever life is going to throw at you. Yeah. Because you just don't know. Absolutely. So this, I think, is very important to understand. Well, you've been a
0: huge help. I think you've been with me for... A month now yeah, a month or with so. intern, yeah. yeah, roughly. And it's man, you've done. I'll give a shout out to Allison. She's done. <laughs> uh, she got me up and running with the podcast. I mean, yeah. we got through all the microphone. Two days oh of gosh. microphone yeah. issues, and then uh, you've done some cool forms and letters for me. And uh, I'm excited to uh, to keep this going. But thank you for the help.
1: Of course. All right. Really fun. Can't well, wait.
0: that was our first podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it and um tune in for the
1: next one tune in for
0: the next one coming (laughs) soon see you guys